The gospel has brought such joy and meaning to my own life, and I'm confident that you, the listener of this book, would say the same thing. I was born into a Jewish family in the suburbs of New York City at a time when maintaining Jewish identity was a high priority. My father fought in World War II, and my parents were of that generation that first learned of the horrors of the Holocaust, that demonic explosion that slaughtered one-third of the world's Jewish population. Six out of 18 million. Never again became the slogan on every Jewish person's lips as they labored for the establishment of the State of Israel, a homeland and haven for the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They also made sure their children attended additional Hebrew school to learn the basics of the faith and how to participate meaningfully in the traditions of worship that set us apart from other faiths. Although my parents were not particularly observant in their practice or even believing in all that Judaism taught, they joined a conservative synagogue that leaned toward the Orthodox variety and made sure their three sons would have a bar mitzvah and not get assimilated into the predominantly Christian culture in which we lived. Very soon, I learned we were not like Christians. And early on, I learned that to be Jewish meant to be hated. I vividly recall being called kike and Christ killer by Christians at my school. I remember my father receiving a request from our synagogue president to guard our congregation's property on a Halloween night. One year before, someone chose to carve a swastika into our synagogue lawn with a lawnmower. I may not have been able to expound on all the major doctrines of Judaism, but I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jews do not believe in Jesus. For some reason, I took Judaism's spiritual aspects more seriously than the rest of my family. I continued to meet with our rabbi even after my bar mitzvah, which was far from typical. When I was 15 years old, I chose to diligently obey all the many commandments associated with the celebration of the holiest day of the Jewish calendar, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. The traditions of the rabbis mandated that you fast on that day, not ride in a car, abstain from any work, and confess sins for the purpose of afflicting one's soul. And so I walked to synagogue, about two miles from where we lived, and confessed every sin the liturgy listed. I had begun the holiday with the hopes that if I obeyed all the commandments for that holiest of days, God would no longer seem distant and alien as he had up until that point. But it didn't work. I walked home watching the sun as it set and felt no closer to God than I had 24 hours before. And then I looked down at my shoes. I was dressed in a suit and wore leather dress shoes to match the formal attire. At that moment, I remembered something I was taught back in Hebrew school years before. You don't wear leather shoes on Yom Kippur. If you were to visit a synagogue on Yom Kippur, you would see men dressed in fine suits and athletic shoes that don't match. It's a day for soft-soled footwear, not leather, which is equated with fine luxury. Out of place on a day of repentance. I wrestled with the notion that my shoes were the reason for my lack of connection with God. 
If only I had worn the right shoes, God wouldn't seem so alien to me, I reasoned. And then I thought, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Is that really what knowing God is all about? Wearing the right shoes? Obeying every obscure, demanding rule the rabbis could concoct? If that was what a relationship with God was all about, I was not interested. But still, I sensed there must be a better way. It expressed some kind of prayer asking God to show me what it was. That began a process of searching that lasted more than five years. It included meeting a group of Christians who were different. They were different than me because they talked about having a personal relationship with God. They were different than other Christians I knew because they challenged my thinking.